we got to go ahead and we got to cover this idiot. So let's just get Trump at the way and then we'll get to this money. But first, y'all racist president. Here you go. Well, I don't mention, I didn't mention names, and uh, I didn't do that, but I will tell you, with our country, and I think everybody in this audience, these are great manufacturers, great workers in our audience, too. They brought a lot of their workers here. Uh, if you're not happy here, then you can leave. As far as I'm concerned, if you hate our country, if you're not happy here, you can leave. And that's what I say all the time. That's what I said in a tweet, which I guess some people think is controversial. A lot of people love it, by the way. A lot of people love it. But if you're not happy in the U.S., if you're complaining all the time, very simply, you can leave. You can leave right now. Come back if you want. Don't come back. It's okay, too. But if you're not happy, you can leave. Well, that's just a very racist statement, somebody that would say that. So, Speaker Pelosi said, make America white again. Let me tell you, that's a very racist, that's a very racist statement. I'm surprised she'd say that. John, go ahead. Well, they're very unhappy. I'm watching them. All they do is complain. So all I'm saying is, if they want to leave, they can leave, John. They can leave. I mean, I look at the one, I look at Omar, I don't know, I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda has killed many Americans. She said, you can hold your chest out. You can, when I think of America, huh? When I think of Al-Qaeda, I can hold my chest out. When she talked about the World Trade Center being knocked down, some people, you remember the famous, some people. Uh, these are people that, in my opinion, hate our country. Now, you can say what you want, but get a list of all of the statements they've made. And all I'm saying that if they're not happy here, they can leave. They can leave. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure that there'll be many people that won't miss them. But they have to love, they have to love our country. They're Congress people. And I never used any names. Are you but these okay are people, people quiet, 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 quiet. Are you okay with people quiet. thinking your tweets are racist, sir? Quiet. These I'm are people that if they don't like it here, they can leave. And in one case, you have somebody that comes from Somalia, which is a failed government, a failed state, who left Somalia, who ultimately came here, and now is a congresswoman who's never happy, says horrible things about Israel, hates Israel, hates Jews, hates Jews. It's very simple. And if the Democrats want to wrap their bows around this group of four people, one of them kept Amazon out of New York, tens of thousands of jobs, would have been a great thing. And she kept Amazon from going, would have been a good deal. I mean, could he have made better? Maybe. But tens of thousands of jobs. And New York has not been the same since that happened. If, the, if weak politicians want to say, and the Democrats in this case, if they want to gear their wagons around these four people, I think they're going to have a very tough election because I don't think the people of the United States will stand for but it. What's going on? Mr. President, 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 M
if I could sum up sort of what people are talking about. Does it concern you that that tweet was seen as racist? Lindsey Graham said, encouraged you to aim higher. And does it trouble no, no, you? He didn't say about that. He just said, don't go. See, I disagree with Lindsey. Oh, okay, These are congressmen. What am I supposed to do? Just wait for senators? No. These are four. So I disagree with Lindsey on that. That was the only thing. He said, aim higher. Shoot higher. What am I going to do? Wait till we get somebody else in a higher position, higher office? These are people that hate our country. Hey, John. They hate our country. Right. They hate it, I think, with a passion. Now, it's possible I'm wrong. The voter will decide. But when I hear the way they talk about our country, when I hear the anti-Semitic language they use, when I hear the hatred they have for Israel and the love they have for enemies like Al-Qaeda, then you, you know what? I will tell you that uh, I, do, I do not believe this is good for the Democrat Party. But Certainly, it's not the party that I've known over the years. I really gave it like my best shot. I gave it, I gave it the good old college try. I could make it through that whole thing. That, like, how, at, at this point, anybody that says they want to work with this person or they want this person to succeed is admitting that they're okay with racism in, in like period in any way shape or form like that that is just it's ridiculous let's let's take apart some of these points though um the first point i want to take apart is the somalia point um so he says that she should, that Ilhan Omar, speaking of her, she should go back to Somalia to take care of that country. That's been that's what was tweeted. Um, now let's be honest. Who destroyed Somalia? I want to say it was America, but now we're kind of like taking advantage of the destruction. Um, it was initially Europe. Uh, so, but still white supremacy. So whatever. But it initially when Africa was colonized by Europe and Europe chopped it up into a bunch of pieces, um, Somalia was two colonies. It was a British colony on the west side and on the east side, you uh, where, the, um, where the water was, where the uh, Strait of Hormuz is. It was a Italian colony. And in the 60s or 50s, they had a referendum vote and they decided to kick out the um, the colonizers and have their own country. And it kind of oscillated between not really being a country and being anarchist in that they didn't have an official, official government, but it was a bunch of tribes that worked together and they were doing fine. Um, they weren't doing like super fantastic. It wasn't the best thing ever. But at the same time, it was more functional than a lot of other countries in the area. Now, of course, um, colonial interests did not like that, did not want to deal with that. So what happened was um, America and other capitalist countries were surrounding it and training armies in, I, um, I want to say, I know it was Djibouti, Eritrea, and... I can't think of the third country. Kenya. I want to say it's Kenya. I could be wrong. Um, is the third country. Um, so 
they were surrounded by capitalist countries and they were an anarchist country um, at heart. Basically, they were effectively an anarchist country in that they had a bunch of tribes that was just kind of doing their own thing. Um, so what they did was they made an alliance with the Soviets and Cold War. It was the 60s, 70s and 80s. And they, <laughs> Capitalism was not having that. They was like, oh, you trying to be with them Soviets? Oh, we're going to have to bust this whole thing. up. Let's get the chopping right now. Um, so warlords were paid off. Um, and a lot of like, basically the, the reader's digest version is colonial interest broke it up. And then to make it worse to after coming out of all that we had in the nineties and the early two thousand, mostly in the nineties, late eighties, early two thousands, um, a lot of overfishing happened uh, because there wasn't like a stringent government that was going to enforce a lot of uh, regulation and whatnot because it was basically anarchist. Um, and this is a problem that anarchist governments have. Um, and what happened was it was destroyed. Their water was destroyed by waste. By waste, the water was dumped. Uh, nuclear waste was dumped in the water on, off the coast. Um, because it was just an efficient way. There was no regulation. It was an efficient way for capitalism to handle its business. Like, oh, where? Y'all ain't got no regulation? Oh, let me take all my nuclear waste and just dump it over here. They ain't gonna say nothing to me, no way. That's that's the way they work. They don't care. Um, so that happened. And then on top of that, a um, there was the overfishing. And then on top of the overfishing, a tsunami happened and brought all that nuclear waste on land. So now you have it's overfished toxic water and then the toxins have got on land because of the tsunami so they have a drought and they can't get fish and that's why we had all those somali pirates back in the day because they didn't have anything to eat because we destroyed their country we did that well we as in the developed west it was at that point those companies were mostly british and american but that's um the best I can do from memory on that subject. I'm pretty not Africa's kind of my thing, um as far as like foreign policy goes, and I did a lot of research on this like immediately as soon as uh Trump said that tweet. But then I had to cover this now, and I'm just like, oh, this guy. But yeah, so there's that, and then he tried to attack AOC for the Amazon deal, and it's just like. Basic research with this dude. Every time you just do five seconds of research and you can see, oh, that's bull crap. But these folks, his supporters operate on a different set of facts and they operate by on a different whole different credo than us. They they're like, no, um, I don't think you understand. We need to make sure white people stay in power because I ain't trying to lose this white privilege. This thing is good. This is good. Do you hear me? I know some of y'all are thinking that maybe the case might just might be that if we get these folks educated and economically give them a shot as well as other folks that they'll get past this. But that's not that's not how bigotry works. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, even if you look at the young patriots who joined with the young lords and them back in the day 
uh, the Young Lords and the Black Panthers and the Young Patriots, um, they were an anti-police brutality group, and they were very much anti-racist. Um, racism is in itself a whole thing that, sure, it operates in capitalism, but these people aren't. Are they stupid and are they misinformed? Yes, but just because you give them money and give them an economic opportunity, that don't mean that everything's going to be fantastic for them and they're going to be like oh I'm well I don't have to be racist no more because I'm making as much money as the other guy and then we'll be just fine together and this is a great community I'm sorry that's not I wish that was how it worked I wish it was that simple but I grew up in Texas I I know I know for a fact that that's just that's not how it works it's just not did you know that Joe Biden has a black friend named Obama and that Obama created Obamacare. Did you know that? Joe Biden's got a new ad and he wants to tell you about it. Smash the like button, um, share, become a member to Status Quo. We just hit 50K, thank you. Um, let's take a look at Joe Biden though real quick. It was great being part of the first Democratic debate in Miami. The question was asked whether we support eliminating private health insurance. Some said yes, I said absolutely not. I believe we have to protect and build on Obamacare. That's why I proposed adding a public option to Obamacare as the best way to lower costs and cover everyone. I understand the appeal of Medicare for all, but folks supporting it should be clear that it means getting rid of Obamacare. And I'm not for that. I was very proud the day I stood there with Barack Obama. Americans gained coverage, over 100 million with pre-existing conditions finally got protection. And most importantly, peace of mind. You know, I know how hard it is to get that passed. I watched it. Starting over makes no sense to me at all. I knew the Republicans would do everything in their power to repeal Obamacare. They still are. But I'm surprised that so many Democrats are running on getting rid of it. The Affordable Care Act was a historic achievement for President Obama. And if I'm elected president, I'm going to do everything in my power to protect it and build on it. So let's talk Frank. Joe Biden is a goofball. Like you, he's just a goofy, period. That's the best way to put it. He is clearly incapable of reading the room. He can't. The man cannot read the room. He doesn't understand that he needs to at least fake like he likes Medicare for all right now. That's where the country is. Even Republicans, a plurality of Republicans are in favor of Medicare for all. That's where we at right now in this country. So you can talk all that centrist mess all you want to. Fill my cup up with some more centrist tears. Thank you. I appreciate it. They taste really good. But like this is where we at. You ain't winning with, I need to make Obamacare work. Like 30,000 people a year die from preventable diseases in the most, the most wealthy country in the history of the planet. That's where we at. 30,000, I think it's 35,000 a year. And Joe Biden says he's going to do the public option. Quit. Go home. You had your chance. Just quit. Go home. You had your chance. 
You had your chance. That was 2000 and what, 10 years ago, 2008, 2009, 2010. You had your chance, bro. You had your chance. If you was going to do the public it's over with. Go home. Clean up. Go home. Clean up and go home. Because, no. You had your chance. Your chance has come and gone. You did not do the, the public option. We know where your money come from. Your money come from the corporate interest. You're going to do exactly what they say. You're going out here talking to, to all these rich folks talking about your standard of living is not going to change. You, Joe Biden is such a goofy, y'all. He thinks that he can say these things and still have a shot. And it's early, so most people just genuinely don't care right now. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's happening. We'll see what happens. I'm telling you, September... October, definitely November. That man won't even be top five. He won't. He won't because he's a goofy. He can't. He can't even perform a lie. Like he can't. He, it's obvious that the vast majority of them are lying. We know that that that's the game. That's why the the majority of people don't vote in this country because they know that it's a joke. That they that these politicians do what they money tell them to do they know that folks ain't stupid they they know so joe biden doing his best to sit up here and act like it's something completely different and you can just say what you want and be nice to the rich it's not 1998 no more my dude it's just i just i I can't wait for like six months from now when the primary becomes the real primary, which will be Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and maybe Kamala Harris. And Bernie Sanders and Liz Warren are leading it. And what, like, can you imagine the deluge of just rich folk tears. Like even let's granted Elizabeth Warren is she's a centrist kind of. She's a centrist with like she's like a diet centrist. And it's like, oh, I guess I gotta have socialism because that's what the people want now. They want they want us to actually care about the pores. I mean at least give me the Warren one. Give me the Warren one. I don't want the Sanders guy. Because he's going to mess up my whole financial situation. And I can't have that. <laughs> what uh, your, uh, your dude, um, what is it, uh, stop using the billionaire word? Uh, I actually used to work for that guy, by the way. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, just, <laughs> I wish I could remember his name. Um, the dude that said stop using the billionaire word or I'm going to take away your money. Klubeck, Stephen J. Klubeck. So funny story, just because I like I, I want to bag on billionaires right now um, and bag on Joe Biden's bosses for a little bit while I got y'all here. The man played 
like it was required in the training when you work for Diamond Resorts International that you had to watch the episode of Horrible Bosses with Stephen J. Klubeck on it. <laughs> because they wanted you to know that that was the guy you were working for. And then you got to the floor and it was I was working in the call center for them. And it was like slave labor. <laughs> like I was like, a, you were treated like a child. You had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. You were supposed to be on the phone at all times. You could not talk to your neighbors at any point. Even if there was nothing going on, you had to sit there and like, it just, it was hilarious to me. Like I'm such an awesome boss. I'm an amazing person. I did some nice things for three of my employees on a TV show for cameras. Now I'll go make my money. <laughs> oh my goodness i can't wait i really can't wait till these folks realize that the pores have gotten class consciousness because that's what the political revolution is about that's what it's been about the entire time it's been about class consciousness and joe biden does not read the room and cannot understand. He just these folks in Washington can't get it through their head that the working class has has woken up or is waking up um and realizes hey uh it's way more of us than it is y'all and if you don't run our money that we made for you it's going to be some consequences repercussions and some furniture moving out here. That's what it is. The whole time, all of this fighting between Nancy Pelosi and AOC and Squad, as they call them, I actually like that name. They, they, they them ladies are Squad goals. If we keep it one, if we keep it at one thousand, like I wish I could roll up with my Squad and it just be like that. I wish my Squad had it like that. That's just being objective. I just wish my Squad had it how they Squad had it, cause it's four of them. You heard me. Forward him. And they got the centrists with all of the power. There's only, they only have four votes. The centrists with all power are scolding them and are fighting them. Think about how shook they have to be for these folks to have four votes. Well, really five because Rokana. And they so shook that they got to attack them at every turn. <laughs> you know why? Well, we're going to talk about why. Um, but I want to I break it down one step at a time before we get to the reason I got the glasses on. We're going we're gonna to go through all the way back. We're going to start from the beginning. So, if you remember when... We go back to 2016 when this so-called political revolution uh, started with the Bernie Sanders campaign. The one thing, the main point has consistently been, consistently the point has been, do you think these companies and these literal investment bankers are giving politicians money and not expecting a return on their investment? That has been the point. From day one, that has been the point. 
and we had even more so we had the rift where in 2016 there was the issue of the primary and let's just be honest it was rigged um that's multiple people said that Elizabeth Warren said that and then walked it back. Uh, Donna Brazile gave up a question and then wrote a whole book about it, and then seemingly got back in the donor part, the donor class's good graces, and is working with them again. Um, but yeah, like even the the DNC lawsuit, we know at this point. I'm not going to rehash all of that, but. That has been the number one thing. So fast forward to 2018, we have the squad getting into office. And they come in on the winds of that through the organizations that were birthed out of 2016 being Our Revolution and Brand New Congress and um, Justice Democrats. Now, I'm giving all this backstory in case... I know the major vast majority you understand all of this, but there may be somebody coming in not understanding this. So I just want to make sure that I give full context because what we what we're breaking here today is big, um, very big. So we had the issue with Ilhan Omar um, and her being um, she, being left hanging when she was threatened by the president. Basically, he set her up for death threats with the 9-11 out of context little uh, video he made and put up and has continued to attack her. And we saw an extension of that today. Um, so. Remember, Nancy Pelosi left her hanging. When that happened. Because of her donors. Chuck Schumer left her hanging on that because of his donors. She was calling out APAC. Both of them went, remember? Now let's go a little further to Rashida Tlaib. Now, Rashida Tlaib, when she got in, she said, impeach the mother. That's the quote. I'm quoting what she said. That's what she said. Nancy Pelosi said... I, I don't think that's the right word usage, but Donald Trump has said, uh, what did she say? It's nothing worse than what Donald Trump said, which again, weak sauce response. It's kind of ticky tack to hit her on this, but I, I'm trying to illustrate a point to y'all. It is consistently and the entire time at any chance she gets, she's pecking at them. Why is she pecking at them? Because they're not bought like she is. They don't. They ain't got the same green glasses on she got. They they out here like this. Nancy out here like this. Oh, it worked for the money? I right, then. I right, then. I could do that. I got my, you know what I'm saying? I see the money. I see what I'm doing. They out here like, oh, that's messed up. Word? Ice is out here really like that? Abolish ice. Now, Nancy Pelosi's position on ice has been, quote, I think the focus should be on President Trump's hardline immigration policies and not on ICE. She has also called for an immediate and fundamental overhaul in 2018. Schumer, Chuck Schumer, said the agency does things that are very much needed. 
And then, of course, there was the comments this past weekend before Trump went full racist and they had to defend them from racism. But, like, they was fighting. And Nancy started it. And she said, y'all don't understand math. You got four votes. We got the rest. But if they only got four votes and you got the rest, why you got to say something? Why it got to be a big deal in the media? That's the question you need to be asking. Why does it have to be such a big deal? If they only got four votes, they're irrelevant. They don't matter. Oh, they got all the energy. They got the people with them. They got four votes in Congress, but they got the rest of the people. That's what they got. And that's the problem for you. That is your problem. These folks are shook. Do you hear me? They are shook. This has been and continues to be class struggle. And I'm going to prove it to you. All of the attacks that they keep coming at these, that these women of color with are always elitist attacks because that's all they have. It's the same. They talk to the squad the same way a manager talks to a fry cook. I'm dead serious. Like I've worked in these terrible, we've all worked in these terrible positions and dealt with a manager or a corporate office manager that come down and talk to you like you stupid. Like they just so much better than you because of class privilege. That's what this is. That's what it has been. That's what it continues to be. This is class struggle. We're watching the Congress version of it because these folks have hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions and millions and billions of dollars coming from a small amount of people. And that small amount of people is tilting the scales as much as they can to protect themselves from the masses that are coming for them. Do you hear me? Folks is hungry. They, they scared of this movement. And why are they scared? Because they know... The truth will be revealed very easily. And we about to, um, let's go and reveal that truth. Let's just talk about Nancy Pelosi real quick. So Nancy consistently, consistently, and I'm looking at a spreadsheet that I'm going to post in a, uh, in a written piece that I'll be sharing with y'all later. She consistently says families belong together. And Trump's immigration policies are terrible. She stays hard on that. But she gave Trump $4.6 billion for ICE. ICE has been separating families for a year. They're doing raids right now. She called for stop the raids, which, again, not hard to do. You're calling to stop an equivalent to the Nazi Gestapo. Like, of course, no brainer. However, Nancy has not at any point called for an abolition of ICE. Now, remember, ICE was started in 2003. ICE is 16. 
Ice got his driver's license and drove off a cliff. Abolish that mug. Like, straight up. Now, that, that's the temperature of the country. That is the temperature of the country. The only folks that aren't saying abolish ICE are folks who get money from the companies profiting off of ICE. Let's talk about those companies. Dell, Motorola Solutions, Microsoft, HP, Comcast, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Lockheed Martin, all of them combined in the last 20 years have given Nancy Pelosi 4,110,486 in the past 20 years. They have invested in her. Do you hear me? HP got a $76 million contract with ICE. They gave Nancy Pelosi $18,650. She's paid to keep them alive. Do not play with me right now. So when these women, when these women of color stand up for other women of color, because that's who the main ones hurt by this, when they stand up for other women of color, Nancy Pelosi is not there. She's nowhere to be found. You cannot find her. Send out a search party. Where's she at? Not there. Not on the front lines. Not fighting for women of color because it'll hurt her donors. Nancy Pelosi will stand up for women of color. And she don't get it twisted. She's not a Trump racist. Nancy Pelosi is what we call a diet racist. She is. And she's an institutional racist. Her institutional policies that she is paid to do, that she's paid to put out there, have caused these concentration camps. You saw the videos this weekend of 60, 70 people in a room. They don't turn the lights off at night. And these and somebody need to get on the line with these companies too. I, I sent an email to Nancy Pelosi's uh, press secretary. I've yet to hear back. I gave, them, I gave them like three, four hours to get at me. They ain't said nothing. Let's go down the list, though. It's not a game. And, I, and don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that Nancy Pelosi's a horrible person and she's done. No, 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 no. She just corrupted. And at the same time, I feel bad for these folks because they watched McGovern happen. And, I, and I'm sure they believe that if we be bold and we fight the power, we can win. They took the L and they gave up for the rest of their life. I'm sorry, no. it's a new generation. Get out the way. You want to be corrupt? Go home. That's not that's not what's happening anymore with this. And there are because I really don't want to be so hard on Nancy like this. She's she is the first woman or she's the most powerful woman in the history of this country. Like that's important. That deserves recognition. But at the same time, she white feminist as hell. Susan B. Anthony would be so proud of you the way you leaving behind women of color. She would be so proud of you because you following in her footsteps, Nancy. I'm not saying this because I want to dunk on Nancy Pelosi. I want her to do better. She shouldn't be doing this. You want to stand with women of color? Stand with women of color. Do it. Do it when, it, do it when you got to put your privilege to the side. That's when Nancy Pelosi needs to do it. And she's not. Let's go down the list. Dell, uh, $14,441. 
from Dell in the last 20 years. They got a 22 they got 22 million dollars worth of contracts with ICE. Motorola Solutions, $12,500 in the last 15 years or 20 years. They have $15 million in active contracts with ICE. And mo and all of that money came since the 2008 cycle. So that 12000 is actually in the last 10 years. Nine years, really. Uh, Microsoft. Now, Microsoft's tricky because we don't have the actual funds that they raise. But we do have... And I want to do a disclaimer because... Let me stop what I'm doing right now. Let me do the disclaimer because what they're going to do is they're going to try to say, well, those companies didn't give that money. It was people that worked for those companies. And that's how this works. Don't play with me. The people that donate this much money are people that own the companies. Companies themselves are legal fictions. That's what they are. That's all they are. That's all they've ever been is legal fictions. They're made up companies. They're made up legal fictions so people can make money. The people behind the company are the ones donating this. The people that make the money off the company are the ones donating off this. It's not the janitor who's getting robbed for his labor, for the, for the production of his labor. It's, the janitor don't do this. The, the video editor at Comcast don't, he don't, he don't, he ain't donating that much money. Goldman Sachs owns a large portion, I believe that their second or third uh, largest shareholder in CoreCivic. 53,267 uh, $53, dollars. $53,267 to Nancy Pelosi in the last 20 years. That's Goldman Sachs. Now, to the big one. Lockheed Martin. $76,219. For what do you get from Nancy Pelosi for $76,219? You get Six hundred and sixty-four million six hundred and ninety-five thousand eight hundred and fifty-one dollars in CPB contracts since 2010. That's what you get for Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is is exactly right. She is the best fundraiser the Democrats have. She's also the most corrupt one of them. She is the problem. Don't be the problem no more, Nancy. Do something better. Now, if you remember, your boy Beto O'Rourke got his butt toe up by, Jul by uh, Julian Castro in the debate, in the first debate. And it was on the subject of immigration. And I just had a feeling. I was like, let me just, let me look at, let me just look at Beto and see. Because... The names Jordan assigned to me to look at, because he was like, when I first came up with this, I was just looking at Nancy and Chuck Schumer. And Jordan was like, nah, look at the presidential candidates, too. Let's see what else we can find. Um, like, yeah, I, I, I would not have been able to pull this off without Jordan's guidance. So big props to Jordan. Um, take your day off, bro, bro. You deserve it, even though <laughs> you at the uh, 
the uh, Bernie rally right now. So, Beto O'Rourke, just his 2020 presidential campaign, these companies, Dell, Motorola Solutions, Microsoft, HP, Amazon, Comcast, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Lockheed Martin. Well, actually, Lockheed Martin and Wells Fargo didn't give him any money, but the rest of them gave him a combined $304,686 for his presidential campaign. But he's Beto, Robert Francis. Y'all better stop calling. Y'all better recognize that cultural appropriator when you see one. I'm telling you, like, terrible Spanish-speaking self. He don't, he don't care. He will sell you out to ICE. That's what he doing. He took $304,686 from the people that are profiting off of them. Mr. Charles Schumer. Now remember, he threw Ilhan Omar all the way under the dang bus. Got $74,000 from Microsoft in the last 20 years. $56,624 from Comcast in the last 20 years. $17,000 from, hold on, I want to make sure I'm reading this right, Amazon in the last 20 years. All of these companies are benefiting and profiting off of, they're benefiting and profiting off of ICE. And he's taking money from them. And Nancy's taking money from them. And Beto's taking money from them. And I'm not done. I'm not done. We gonna, we gonna go and get... Oh, my computer running slow. Give me a second. It's, it's skipping on me. It's skipping on me. We're going to go and get 12 herself. Kamala Harris. Microsoft, $23,000. Goldman Sachs, $7,550. Uh, $7, Thirty thirty five thousand from Comcast. Nineteen thousand from Wells Fargo. But she stand with women of color. She's a woman of color. She's supposed to be backing up women of color. She's supposed to be representing women of color. You taking their kids away from them. You're pro you are out here taking money and doing the bidding of the companies to take their kids from them. This is why they don't want to abolish ICE. Because they've been paid to keep it alive. Nancy, Chuck, you got some splaining to do. Some splaining. Serious splaining. Because this is this is ridiculous, y'all. It don't make no sense that y'all supposed to be the party for people of color. Y'all supposed to be the party to stand up against this mess. Y'all supposed to be the ones that's on the side of 
the marginalized. That's what you advertise and market yourself as. But when it comes time to stand up, we see who you stand up for. It's 2019. The standards are higher. The stakes have never been higher. This mess that Nancy Pelosi is on, that Chuck Schumer is on, and this act that they're doing to try to act like AOC and them are the problem. Like they're going to stop you from putting an end to Donald Trump's nonsense when every one of your actions, every one of your actions says you love that man. Every one of your actions. I don't care about what you say. My grandmama always told me, don't watch what folks say. Watch what they do. R.I.P. to Joey Babe. That's what we used to call my grandma, Joey Babe. I see you. But, uh, but yeah, no, like, don't watch what people say. Watch what they do. And Nancy Pelosi took $410,000 over her career from these companies and turned around and gave ICE $4.6 billion. That's a fantastic return on investment if you ask me. And all of them companies, they don't give you no money if it ain't going to be a nice return on the investment. 